Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Leader Manager Coach podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you along to another programme. Now, as I record this programme, just to make it timely, we are in 2020 and we are in the third, coming up to the fourth week of what everybody's called a lockdown. And I think as many people have already mentioned that this will go on and be remembered in times ahead where people look back and say, do you remember this and do you remember that? And the profound implications of that time and the great change that was manifest at that time and the great changes that came about as a result of that. So that's where we are now. And with that in mind, I do want to talk about that. I've already done a couple of podcasts that relate to it and with some discussions on it which hopefully will have helped people but I want to do a, a short podcast about change because this particular time highlights very much the aspect of change and one thing is for certain as we go through life as we go through our careers as we go through work transformations and study and families and from birth to death, if we want to be philosophical about it, is that change is an absolute fundamental and it is going to happen and it does happen no matter what. And the strange thing about that is that as human beings, whether that's in our careers, in our coaching, in our management, in our lives, in our financial lives, we are really driven from a a seemingly natural point of view to desire so much constancy and to work towards something and gain something or achieve something and then actually to really desire to hang on to that. I suppose in one way that's why the insurance industry and so many other industries that revolve around people's need for security thrive and are are, financially successful and viable commodities if you like but I want to talk about change because this is a time of change and as many people have said it can be a positive change or it can be a a negative change and as we've also already said and alluded to it's so easy to talk about things doing things is infinitely more difficult which is why in our dreams and in our words anybody can achieve anything but in reality there's only a few world champions because doing and saying and talking are completely different. But yes, as we've talked about, this is, a, this is about change. So hopefully you'll get something out of this. Change as it seems to be a law of the universe, no matter what we do, no matter how powerful we think we are, especially in our early days, when we think we can change the world and we can do this, which is fantastic. That's why they say that youth is youth's for the young, because you, you, know, you, you think you're, you're at times you're 
absolutely able to do anything and the world will never end and you'll have got all the time in the world and as you get older you realise that your time is limited and memento mori and all the things that go along with that but yes it's the law of the universe and it would do us all the power of good the sooner we learn to understand change and work with change and accept change for what it is the better and easier our lives are going to be and the more successful it just means that you're alive um no matter what, how great your circumstances now, because if your circumstances now are a situation for you personally where you're really happy, you've got great things going on, you've got all the financial remuneration you desire or want, your business is doing well, your career's going well, and so on, then you're not going to want change. And when change occurs, if it's a change that appears and we'll, I'll use that term, appears to you to be a one that's taking away from you, you're going to be stressed to some degree. Probably at this time, there are more of us in the world whose situations are not as they were or do not appear to be as they were. So maybe our finances have dropped away significantly. Maybe, maybe our relationships are under strain because we are in much closer proximity for greater periods of time than we have been for a long time. Maybe our careers are uncertain. Maybe we have uncertainties about our philosophy of life, about where our life's going because of this. And the the almost relentless, monotonous, thoughtless way at times that we go about our processes of our work and our life like hamsters on a wheel without actually stopping to think and take the time. Um, just on that, look, this isn't about my life, but just to share that uh, the, the situation as it is, the lockdown has, has forced me, if I can use that word, to be in a situation that I wouldn't have been in in terms of where I'm living and what I'm actually doing if it wasn't for this. But within that, I've been able to absolutely enormously create more material than I would have ever done had things not changed. I've been able to explore because of a walking habit that I've developed every day, areas of the place where I live, which I had absolutely no idea were as beautiful. And I've developed a stronger relationship with one particular person because of this and it's almost <laughs> sad's the wrong word but it's almost crazy that it takes what's called a challenging situation or a world you wouldn't call it a disaster but a world challenge to actually just make such simple things available to you such beautiful things as a relationship as discovering your own environment and creating things that you intended to create anyway but making almost making you and forcing you like the universe is putting a gun to your head and saying look if you don't do this you're just going to sit around like a bum and waste your time so i've got on and done it now crazy if we look at it like that why don't we just do it anyway why don't we create those beautiful relationships why don't we explore our own environment anyway and why don't we do the things we really want to do anyway because of that thoughtless monotonous 
hamster on a wheel approach where we don't step off and don't think. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's fear. But there we go. That's a philosophical question. But those kind of things can happen. So what are you doing in this period of time, in this period of change? Are you trying to embrace it? Because as we've talked about, this is going to happen. And it's only when we are attached this is powerful stuff, but it's only when we are attached to outcomes instead of instead of being process-driven, as we talk about so much in deep work philosophy, in mastery philosophy, in the subscription series in the on Leader Manager Coach. We we talk about that so often in maybe in an indirect way, but it's only because we are attached as human beings psychologically to situations and conditions that we then suffer. You know, there's, there's a great phrase, a philosophical phrase that says, in life, if you are alive in life, you're a footballer, you're a coach, you're a swimmer, you're an athlete, you're a runner, you're a business person, you're a family person, whatever it is you do, pain is an absolute fundamental guaranteed nail on. You are going to suffer pain in your life, whether that's physical pain, psychological pain, for whatever reason. You know, we love people and people pass on. It hurts. It, it feels like it's tragic. The loss is immense. It's a, it's a hole that's never going to be filled. You know, we get ill, we get sick, things happen. We lose things. It's painful. But, the philosophers say, suffering is optional. And there is a subtle difference. And I don't mean to sit on a fence and sit on a high throne here and say, ha ha, I understand this. I, I actually don't understand it better than anybody else. But it is something that I've recognized that suffering is optional. And suffering is when we choose or select, or by default, we allow the selection of an attitude to what's happened that is like dragging your heels, is like coming along kicking and screaming as a young child who is throwing a tantrum in a supermarket and doesn't want to go, but doesn't understand that their parent has to get this done at this time. Yes, it's uncomfortable to walk around the supermarket when you want to play with your toys, but suffering is holding on to everything possible to prevent that actually happening when it will happen anyway it'll just be a damn sight more uncomfortable and we demonstrate that in our lives sometimes for weeks for months and sometimes for years we keep repeating the same story of woe is me we carry things around with us that is suffering instead of moving on because change is inevitable it is going to happen to us around us and we have to learn to go get on with it despite that example of a child children are actually really good with change until they learn to become attached that is which is the norm in human psychological development so it appears and and it kind of goes on to the elderly and people who are in the afternoon of their life and have got some wisdom and had some time under the belt who kind of accept things now and physically just allow things to happen and are much more accepting of circumstance they appear to be as a whole anyway. That is detachment. And the great 
some of the great thought leaders from the religions that, that you know, Hindu religion and, and, and the Buddhists, they talk about detachment massively as a way of reducing suffering in your life. Being in that allowing state of mind. A great friend of mine sent me a video the other day, a short video of a, a thought leader who talked about something called positive passivity. When things are happening, when there's a lockdown, when there's government restrictions, when your job is shut down, when your income is taken away, when you cannot see your family, then you are almost forced in a way to be, to accept that situation actually just, and that's the passivity, accepting that I cannot do anything about this in terms of getting back to what was before, but I can be in this situation from a positive point of view. So it's about being positively passive, where you understand why you're being passive, why you're accepting, why you're allowing. That is a totally different thing than being passive, but being negative about it and thinking that you're just a, a boy on the ocean that's being bobbed about. The two are completely different. There's a subtle difference, just like the subtle difference between pain and suffering. It's the subtle difference between being negatively passive and positively passive. Absolutely powerful, powerful subtleties, but they're all the same. And they will help us to negotiate change in so many ways. The Stoics talk about it. They talk about amor fati. They, they respond and, and, and re, re, regurgitate almost Nietzsche's philosophical point of view of loving your fate, where you actually go, do you know what? This is amazing. And I'll tell you an amazing thing. You know, some of you think, well, what? why is that so amazing? Well, I can only tell you that it is amazing. In the past few days... I've been able to watch my brother because I've been spending more time with my brother because of the, the situation. And because he had the time, he went into his garage and he made a bird box. And he asked me if I knew anything about it. And I said, well, this is all I know about it. This is where to hang it, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, cut a long story short, we hung a bird box up. Box up. And normally when you hang a bird box out, for us people who don't know much about putting bird boxes in your garden, you leave it there for about a year before the birds get used to it and then they might use it. Three days later, we have a pair of blue tits in our garden nesting in the box. I cannot tell you what joy every single day we get out of watching those garden birds do what garden birds do. Simple, but that is loving your fate. Because it started with the making of the bird box. Now, look, I'm not saying you this, telling you this so you think, oh, you're great, you're stupid, what a stupid idea that is. It doesn't matter, it's not about judgment. It's about what you could possibly do with your time to go from that attitude of, I hate this, why this, why me, why now? to, okay, how can I make it one degree better? And then get that momentum going of another degree and another degree and another degree.
you know, in the four agreements, Ruiz talks about one of them is doing your best. It's all we can do, do our best. Nobody can tell us to be this person or be that person and make this happen and create this outcome. We can only, all of us in the situation, do our best at the time. That's all that matters. And that's all we're doing, all of us. But that is process, not outcome. And that is going with the flow, allowing the change to occur, going with the change and understanding as the Stoics say, what is in your control, what I can do, what is outside of my control, I just have to be positively passive about. It's just that thought process. And coming to the end of this really, um, sometimes we fear change. Well, if change doesn't happen, nothing happens anyway and we just stay the same. No, no new life will be born into the world. Things have to change. And the rule is, the law is, or so it appears that death and destruction and loss and change of form, because that's what they are, are the precursor of new life and new change. And new birth and new things. So if you are going through a process at the moment that feels like the wilderness, it feels like things are falling apart, it feels like destruction and loss, well, you know, as, as Khalil Gibran, the great poet said, um, that is the precursor of a happier time coming forward. It is just the cycle of life, the ups and downs. It will not last forever, this too shall pass. So this is a time of change so that the chrysalis can change into the butterfly or the caterpillar can become the chrysalis and so on and so on and so on in your life. It's how you deal with it and what you do with that time. And as uh, Robert Greene said, is it a lifetime or dead time? A lifetime or dead time. Somebody also said to me the other day that crisis, the word crisis, the okay, the COVID-19 world health crisis. Crisis in, in Chinese apparently has two meanings. One, it means a crisis. And number two, it means opportunity. Maybe it's the same thing. But whatever, for me, just to finish off, look, again, somebody said to me who, who used to be in the, in the military said that if you decide to have an argument with the military in terms of an organisation, there is only going to be one winner. And from an individual's point of view, that's the military. And I think that's a great analogy for the world, the universe, and the principles of life. No matter who we are, how great we are at what we do, how successful we are, that there is going to be change. And if we fight it, there's only going to be one winner anyway, and it will just make it more painful and probably last longer easy to speak difficult to do we all know that but that's change and um, I think if we can adopt an attitude towards change that's a little bit more helpful it will maybe enable the uh, the passage particularly through this time to be a little bit smoother okay that's leader manager coach um, it's Rob Riles and uh, let me know what you think on any social media always love to hear what you say we've got some real exciting things coming up on 
on uh, Leader Manager Coach. We've got an app coming out and all the content's going to be available specifically for you on the app. So um, look forward to sharing that with you. Once again, take care, stay safe, keep soon. Bye-bye.